up everybody, Rick Fan here and welcome back to the Fan of Life channel, Fan of Life show. In today's episode, I'm super thrilled to physically sit down with Felicia Rexford, head of the Rexford Group. We took herself out of Zoom and actually sat down face to face. Felicia is an Air Force veteran. Among other things, she runs a successful realty group. She also owns property throughout various states and has now ventured into the world of Airbnb. But more importantly, above all else, she's a devoted wife and mother. And in this video, she talks about how to find that balance. So without further ado, my friend, or at least now my friend, Felicia Rexford. Felicia. Yes. We did Rick. it. We finally are here. We've been talking about this for a while. Yes. And thank you very much for taking me out of Zoom and putting me in front of you. I know. And setting up this awesome we facility. We can touch each other. Know, right? <laughs> now, now, before we get into the, the interview, the conversation, I want to acknowledge one awesome thing. Okay. These are the best stools I know I've ever sat on in my life. So, Fun, right? So just to give a quick shout out, we're we're in your brother's studio. So yes. I might have to one of these stools might go missing. Okay. I'm saying. I'll okay. back up the truck. But uh in all seriousness, I know you guys just got back from a family trip, right? Yep. So uh welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for making the time. Mm -hmm. And this today is really about you and you have a very unique story, very unique experience in the world of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And I want your story to really resonate with people that I can't reach okay. uh, because I think it's a unique story. So let me do a couple of check marks and then you have at it. Okay. You are an Air Force veteran. Yes. You are mother of two. Yes. Married to a stud of a guy, a uh, fire captain. Oh, yes. And I met him <laughs> and he is a stud. Okay. Um, you run an Airbnb business that's ever growing. Yes. You run a rental portfolio. On top of that, you also service military in terms of traditional real estate, correct? correct. Now, I can't multitask. Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted already. <laughs> How do you do it? Okay, the balance, right? Yeah. I think that that's what everybody's always asking me about mm -hmm. is how I balance that. And I think in reality, you always have to know your priorities, where mm -hmm. everything lays, right? So one of the most important things that my husband and I did just recently, actually, just a few weeks ago, was we went and stayed at the Red Rock to do a goal-setting oh. staycation, okay. my husband and I. Because if our goals aren't aligned, I don't, I can very easily become the businesswoman that is way too mm. much, you know, over here, doing business, making money, grinding, and what do I get out of focus? Mm. Family, and my family goals, and my lifelong goals with my partner, you know, right. those kind of things. So I think that... Goal setting is very huge. If the goals are annotated in black and white, mm -hmm. it's easier to find that balance because what's most important? Ah, oh, this is most important. Okay, that's why I'm going to say yes to the family vacation because although money and work is awesome, right. what is most important to me? So that goal setting retreat that we just did is something we try and do on a yearly basis. Mm -hmm. And that is truly to stay, stay in focus with my husband stay in focus with my family goals, my lifelong goals, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And then how are we going to attain them? And of course, being an entrepreneur and being financially free leads up to right. a lot of those goals, right. right? So I think that goal setting is huge. And then figuring out your actionables, mm -hmm. right? Taking action and achieving those goals. So I think that's how I'm able to figure out balance is kind of always seeing where, where I should be focused. Right. And then going from there, if that makes sense. No, no, totally. And let me expand on it a little bit. I love what you said because you do this on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And where people forget also is the goal setting steps and the goal setting techniques. It's not a one time no. and then you're done. It's ever daily. changing. And daily. You sure. have to touch them daily. And so every time 
my husband and I even have a moment. We're mm. constantly re- reevaluating. Yesterday, we went on a walk. Mm. He he physically asked me, he goes, where are we at on our monthly goals? Wow. You know, And so we kind of talked about that. So if you're not constantly reevaluating that, then your actionables aren't going to carry over for your next day, my mm. work day, right? Mm. And that stays true in my business with my ladies. So mm. today's Monday. Monday at 9 a.m., I have a meeting with my team and my girls, and we're talking about our weekly actionables. What needs to take place this week? What are some of our big idea goals? But what needs to take place this week? You know, and always kind of um, touching those, figuring them out, doing them, Mm. and then expanding, Mm. expanding your goals, Right. right? So I think that's really important. That helps me figure out that balance. I'm over saying I don't have any experience in knowing you or Nick. Just by the two minutes that we've been talking, yeah. your personality, number one, you're very driven. Number two, you're also very expressive. So yes. you're you're probably more of the, okay, what do you want to do? Okay, let's go. We're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times what stops people is the you know paralysis by analysis. We hear that all the time, mm-hmm. right? How do we get or help people to understand that it's great to have information, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you have to take action. You have to move. Mm-hmm. You have to cross over to that side. Mm-hmm. Um what would you say to somebody that is constantly researching, researching for the sake of researching because there mm-hmm. is some comfort in there? Mm-hmm. If they want to change their life, they have to take action. Like, How do you get people to do that? I don't think you can succeed until you failed. Okay. Right? Okay. I can't succeed in anything until I've figured out and possibly failed at something to better myself to then succeed. Mm. Right? So let's use the Airbnbs, for example. Okay. I had long-term rentals before I ever decided to get into the Airbnb world. You Mm. know, I think now people look at me on social media or what have you and be like, oh, it's just, it's so easy. Mm. She can just manage it. No, it's not easy. One, you know, but two, I didn't know how to manage an Airbnb. I stepped up to the cold pool and I jumped in Mm. and then I figured it out. Right. So, um, and, and I figured it out through failures and I figured it out with, maybe a bad review here or there so that I could take that information and then get better and take it on to my next Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And then when I start up my third Airbnb, I'm like, okay, you know, this is what we need to do. So I don't think any of us can truly succeed at anything until we've failed once or twice or 10 million times, right? So accepting failure is part of the process. Always. And and almost almost taking it to the next step, which is welcoming failure, because I think there is something that is (laughs) very relief oriented when you make mistakes but you go okay i've got that out of the way like right. you said i've learned now my next second third fourth adventure is going to be even more productive because mm-hmm. i have life lessons have a baseline right so in in the, the the vein of being driven have you always been like this or is this something that developed over time my brother's around here somewhere oh, yeah, he's around here. Well, asking I him, i've get... always been crazy <laughs> yes i think i think i have a lot of energy and so mm. my energy helps with kind of never noticed by the way yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of energy, so that helps with being driven. Mm-hmm. I wake up early. I I do things that are going to also invigorate my energy. Mm-hmm. I.e., this morning I went for a walk first thing. I drink water. I put good food in my body. Mm-hmm. These are things that are going to propel me into a productive day, mm-hmm. right? And I think with that energy comes the need to be successful, driven, mm-hmm. accomplished, that kind of thing. So it starts out with the most basic of things. I, I really think so. With right. the most basic of things, I mean, I've watched a ton of your stuff. You get up early. I've seen sometimes your cold dips in the pool and mm-hmm. things like that, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I do very much the same thing. You know, wake up early, drink some water, put some good food in your body. Right. That's going to stimulate my energy. That's going to help propel my drive. That walk this morning that took one hour got me on the same page 
with my husband for today's events, mm-hmm. but also for my weekly, what I was going to go into my meeting, talking to my girls about, right. you know, th- that kind of thing. So I think a lot of this may be some natural energy, but I do things to help encourage that. Beautiful. And, um, and then that kind of at least it points me in the direction that I need to go for the day, the week, the month, the year. So speak on that a little bit, because I can't speak to this, meaning that <clears throat> a lot of mothers out there, they put their family, their kids first. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a natural thing, and it's a wonderful thing. Right. But I think, and, and I've seen it in, even in the course of my own mom's life, right, is that you put your kids and your family first, and you forget to take care of yourself. Yep. And one of the things you just said right now is the first thing I did this morning is yep. I took an hour for myself. Yep. I drank my water. I did my walk. Yes. I centered myself. Talk to the moms out there that say, I don't have the time to do the thing for myself. Now, tell oh, them how important that is. Love that question. I love that question. And and I've got friends here in the room, too, that know exactly kind of my thought process here. I am a better me. Mm. I am a better mother. Mm-hmm. I am a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better sister. I'm a better businesswoman when I've taken care of myself. Right. So if I've done my walk and I'm healthy and I'm fit, I'm going to walk into my appointments with more energy. I'm mm-hmm. going to come into the classroom. I'm, I'm also, crazily enough, homeschooling my children, mm-hmm. actually homeschooling my children, not just sending them to CCSD, like taking their curriculum on. Okay. I am going to be a better teacher if I've done my walk for the day and if I've eaten the right amount of food and Mm -hmm. I've taken my vitamins and I've done all of those things, I'm going to come into the classroom a happier person. I roll out of bed groggy and tired and exhausted and things like that. How am I going to walk in? What kind of energy am I going to bring to my children? Right. The wrong kind of energy. Okay. So talk about goal setting again, going back to what you said. Mm -hmm. Um, You mind sharing maybe some of the basic goals that you and Nick as a family, mother, father, and then business partner. Yeah. So one of our family, well, one of the goals that he brought to the table, that's the other fun thing when you actually Mm -hmm. work on goals together, when you're in a relationship, obviously it's individual goals are awesome, but our relationship and family goals is what you asked me about. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and spill some of those. Um, Going back to basics, a date night once a month, Mm -hmm. a date night once a month. I do have children. They are loud boys. I need to be able to sit at a, a table and just have a conversation adult to adult with mm-hmm. my husband. Um, traveling is always on the books. One of my family goals for, and actually it was a yearly goal, but I'm going to complete it in the month of March. So that's, I put it on my calendar. This is going to be completed in the month of March mm-hmm. is to get passports for my entire family. Okay. So I want to get the boys their passports. That doesn't mean that we're going on some crazy vacation this year, right. but I've taken the step to put me in the position when the time comes, we'll be able to right. just go and do that. Right. right? So getting them passports is a big family goal. We've looked at doing a East Coast trip where, again, I homeschool. Mm-hmm. So I told Nick, we're going to figure, we're going to plan this mm-hmm. out as a family. Okay. Stops all the way to the East Coast. We're going to make it very historical, hit all the monuments, that kind of thing, integrate it into the homeschooling classroom. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think that there's just so much room there to bond as a family, right. get excited as a family, right. um, learn as a family. There's right. a lot of things that I, well, almost everything on the East Coast, I haven't actually seen in person, you right. know, so the Lincoln Memorial, I haven't seen that. My husband hasn't seen that. So as a family, we get to get excited. We get to become educated together. Mm-hmm. And I think the intent that I'm going for is hopefully kind of bonding us more, Absolutely. more and more, you know, with Absolutely. the education process. So those are just a couple of the family ones, right. I guess. And then we have monetary goals. Then we have real estate portfolio right. goals. You know, right. they go on and on. But um, yeah, that's a, that's a couple of our family ones. No, that's, that's fantastic. And, and 
I, I say this all the time. Like my parents, you know, we're first generation. So my, my mm -hmm. mom and dad were busy building a life for myself and my sister, giving us, you know, the American dream, the opportunity for the American dream. Right. Um, I can't tell you what I got for my 12 year old birthday. Right. But I can tell you right. when my dad and I, our ritual when he came from work was back in the day, there was a show called Three's Company. Mm -hmm. So him and I, that's how we started practicing learning English by watching that show. Yeah. And coincidentally, they retired and moved here. And now every day after dinner, I go over there and I watch an episode with him on YouTube. Oh, that's right? awesome. But my point to that is the serendipity of you guys trying to educate your kids and building that bond, I just can't tell you what that's going to carry on. Yeah. You know, it's going to be amazing. So congratulations well, on that. That's awesome. Thank you. And to piggyback on your story, because uh -huh. you just inspired me to kind of tell a little, a little leaflet, I guess, of us. This past Christmas, mm -hmm. um, we did not do Christmas. So we didn't do the traditional tree. tree. Mm -hmm. We didn't do the presents. Right. I believe in everything you just said about the experiences and the moments and the things that you're going to actually remember. Right. We actually bought our third Airbnb property mm -hmm. in California, okay. in Big Bear, California, and it needed a full flip. And we decided to utilize the week of Christmas to go out there and flip it. Wow. Nick? Me and my two boys. Okay. And we did not do Christmas. We did take two days to go snowboarding in the morning here sure. and snowboarding at night. Sure. But that entire week was about experiences. It right. was about living in a new house and getting excited about the business. It was talking to them about the business, why right. we were picking XYZ out for finishes, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then telling them while we're here, we're going to go make some experiences. We're going to go snowboarding. But you're not doing presents this year. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I truly believe in what you just said. And it's not all about the gifting with family, but... Um, They're gonna remember that that Christmas. Nick and I, we had a blast for sure. We have, for we sure. absolutely had a blast. We didn't have a, a working, functional right. kitchen faucet until two days before we left. We were washing all of our dishes in a bathroom sink. But I mean, yeah. that's the stuff that makes I think us real. Right. I think that's what helps us get excited about the next project. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we still like being a little hands on. And then the. The long-term goal is to pass down these Airbnbs to my children at a very young age. Okay. I want Nolan, my oldest, to be pretty much one of my site managers for the Airbnb. Mm. And this may sound crazy. Mm -hmm. He's a very intelligent little boy. I want him booking people and kind of doing the back-end stuff at around the age of 15. That's how, how, yeah, how much life experience will right. that help him with? Right. You know, the business side... The having to be, uh, the relationships that he has to build with people, mm -hmm. the cleaners that he has to schedule, the maintenance repairs, the snow removal, things right. like that. I mean, I'm very excited. So these Airbnbs are something that we've integrated into our family dream, mm -hmm. which may incorporate not having a Christmas and not having Christmas presents, but working on the Airbnb that's going to help us make yeah. money that will help us to continue to travel. It's a ripple effect, right? That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. I forgot where I read it, but I read that a lot, the majority, whatever the, the statistic is, let's call it 80% because yeah. it was a big number. 80% of businesses out there or something like that, that are privately owned, do not have a successor because mm -hmm. the founder, the parents mm -hmm. never integrated the kids as part of the process. Yeah. You know, your kids, when you pick up your next Airbnb mm -hmm. are going to be excited because they're part of the process. Yeah. And if you decide, and it sounds like you are. To pass it down to your kids, they've already been part of it, you know. A lot of times these guys, they go out and they work and they build a $100 million company. And then when they're ready to retire, they can't because they can't give it to the kid that's never stepped foot in the office. Right. So that's a great thing. And if you guys are listening, that's a great business and family life lesson too. So let me ask you this. You guys have a lot of stuff going on, mm -hmm. a lot of dreams, a lot of goals, and you guys are active with mm -hmm. it. 
Do you find, I know you said you, you had alone time by doing your walk and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Do you ever set time when you say, guys, we are going to get together and there's no talk about business. This is just about us as individuals and as a family. Do you make time for that? Yes. Okay. Uh, whenever we can. And sometimes it may not be the traditional sitting down at dinner. So last night okay. we sat down at dinner and had those times. And what we did was a recap of our recent uh, trip? snowboarding trip. Cool. Yeah. Like what were your top threes? We always do top threes. What was All your right. top three moments of that trip? What was your top three moments of that nice. trip? So that's really big for us. We are also outdoors people. Mm -hmm. And I may not be super traditional in the homeschooling kind of mindset. Um, sometimes homeschooling to us is a hike up mm. a mountain, you know, I love it. Um, or a mountain bike ride up a mountain. Things that are going to be challenging where we're going to fall. Um, we're going to persevere as a family. We get to the top of the mountain. We sit there. We look over the valley and be like, we did this together, yeah. you know. So a lot of our family moments, I think, are adventures mm -hmm. that we're out there doing together experiencing together. I hadn't been on a bike. And when I'm telling you that kind of example, that's real life. You know, that yeah. was Sedona right. a couple months ago. Right. We decided to go mountain biking. I hadn't been on a bike since right. I was like 10 years old. So, but we did it. We made it to the top of a mountain. And then those were our moments. Those were our family moments where it wasn't really business. Mm -hmm. It was more life, maybe a little bit of morals, you know, and ethics mm -hmm. and some life lessons in there, right? Sure, but sure. made it to the top of the mountain, overlooked it. And um, we had somebody take this picture and that picture is going to sit in our RV now. And I think we make a lot of family time amongst our adventures and we're just talking real life and usually some kind of goal setting or um, maybe pushing individual boundaries. You know, mm. I've got two boys that came out of my body, but they couldn't be any more different, you right, know? Right. So a challenge for one may not be a challenge for another. Sure. And those conversations come to a head when you have the cell phone off and when you do make time for the family, right. you know, we can kind of work through some of those challenges. So um, sometimes, like I said, it may not be sitting down at dinner like mm -hmm. we did last night, recapping. Sometimes it may be a hike or a mountain bike thing or whatever, but we make sure that those conversations are constantly being had. I love these conversations that we're having right now. And I always try to listen to the words that people use. Mm -hmm. And you said, make time for mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. And that's huge because the excuse for everybody is I don't have time. No one has time. Everyone has 24 hours. No one has time. You, you make, make time, time if you it's important time. to you. Correct. You make time if it's important to you. You have to carve it out. And what I've also learned mm -hmm. in business is that I don't apologize for it anymore. Mm. Actually, I do the exact opposite. Okay. I embrace it. So in the beginning of my real estate career, if I had a soccer game or something I had to go to, mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes I would just say, you know, I'm, I'm unavailable. I can't, I can't, you know, show you that house until around one o'clock. One, I didn't think it may, may have been the client's business that I was at my kid's soccer game. Right. right? And I kind of wanted to shield that a little bit. Now I've learned to embrace it because okay. I think that the normal person is going to understand 100%. and probably respect you more 100%. for embracing that. And so, um, one of the things that I'll do is I try my hardest to up date my voicemail daily, mm. which people think I'm crazy about, but I really try. And I, and that came with setting the expectation and mm. showing people, you know, where my priorities were that day. And that I would get back to them as soon as I possibly can. I am one person at yeah, the end of the no day, yeah. you know? So if my voicemail is, you know, good morning, it's Monday, February, whatever, I'm going to be homeschooling my children from eight to 10, mm -hmm. showing clients from 10 to 11. One, I've set the expectation. Two, I'm not apologizing for it. Three, right. I'm showing you I'm a hard worker and I will get back to you. Right. So that, that was something that I learned to not shy away from, mm -hmm. embrace it. And I, I, 
I can't tell you how many times people hear my voicemail and go, oh my gosh, that's the best voicemail. Have Love fun it. with your family. Get back to me at five. Love you know, it. they understand like this is real life. I can't just be a business person all the time because I am a mother right. and I am a wife, right. you know, and then I'm Felicia somewhere right. in there, somewhere you in know? There. Right. So, right. um, well, if you're not going to respect your time, who is right? right? You got to set the standard. You got to set yes. the expectation like you said, or people will walk all over you. That is very, they will yeah. attempt to walk all over you. That's very so. true. And I think when people respect your time and, and it's, it's that one-on-one -on -one time, say that client calls at five o'clock, then they can trust that, Hey, she's not distracted. Right. Now I'm getting quality you know, Felicia time, which is, I think as, as a client of any, any source, I think that's valuable. And I use that terminology in my voicemail a lot, which is I may not be able to answer my phone. I'm trying to be respectful for the person standing Beautiful. in front of me, i.e. my yes. client at that time. Yes. Again, understandable. Right? right. So, so people are watching you, they're listening to you and they're, they're, they're seeing you well put together. You're awesome at your business, your family, you have all this balance. Of course, this happened overnight, right? With no struggles, oh, no yeah. stress, Oh, yeah, it right? was, yeah, piece of cake. Piece just cake like woke that? up like that and it just was there. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Now, so honestly, in all seriousness, you know, the, the road to entrepreneurship is this and yes. then some, right? Yes. It's like a Bollywood and dance, tears. by the way. Yeah, and, and tears. And just all of it, yes. yeah. Yeah, lot, a lot of tears in the shower, a lot of crying in the pillow, Yeah. you know. Um, Arguments, but, friction mm -hmm. um, in the home, you know, it's not always everything that I'm saying, you know, it's... Elaborate it's, on some of that, if you, if you don't yeah. know, some of yeah. the, the road. My brother's sit, sitting right here, and I, I embrace our history. Uh -huh. So, you know, a lot of times I set the tone. I think people will see a social media post clothing or a car mm. or a house and be like, she's lucky. Mm. Like, no, mm -hmm. I'm not lucky. <laughs> I work my ass off to mm. get here. Sorry if I can't say ass, but no, I work yeah, my ass off to want. get no, here. No, no, no. And so I love kind of just rewinding it back and setting the tone of, no, you know, I spent a lot of time in uh, no home, in a travel trailer, mm. in a mobile home park growing up with nothing, uh, hand-me-down shoes that didn't fit me. And I always tell my parents, you know, I'm, that's, not a, that's not a dig on my parents. Right. I love my parents. That's not a dig on my parents. Um, but it is to set the stage. No, I wasn't given everything. I actually was a waitress at TGI Fridays trying to put myself through college, realizing I am I am paying off my credit card every month that I'm not making progress. What do I need to do? That's what actually pushed me to go into the military, okay. into the Air Force. I didn't have medical. We didn't have medical. I didn't have dental. I didn't have the basics in life. And at baseline, I thought, gosh, I could make a paycheck. I can gain an education. Mm -hmm. I can gain worldly experiences, build a resume and have medical. I'm going to go do that. Right. And it ended up being one of the best and scariest moves mm. of my life. Um, I look back and I thank God for that push. I don't know how I expedited it so much. My husband and I were dating. We were young. We've been together since high school. Okay. So imagine a, a young love. Right. You, right. You're fresh out of high school. Now you've got a couple years not being in high school. You're kind of doing adult things and going to college and being able to enjoy each other more, et cetera, et cetera. And then I just come home and, and say, I'm going into the Air Force. Yeah. And when I made that decision, I was gone between saying that and being gone. I was gone in 30 days. Wow. I thought that that was a, and it startled, it still kind of makes me feel a little shaky because when, I can't believe I, I love my husband so much. And back then that was that butterfly love that, you know, that, sure. that love, yeah. you know, that I decided to walk away from and take a chance. Right. Um, he's a young, look, good looking guy. He mm -hmm. could have easily left me or we could have not worked out. Was that hard too? Super freaking hard, mm -hmm. like really hard. But that decision propelled me into another good decision into like a military contracting job that I had for many years. Okay. 
And then that led me into my idea of real estate, you know? So all of those doors open, super blessed to walk through them. It's not a stroll down like this easy path though. Mm -hmm. um, you have to sometimes really commit. It's gonna be a grind. It could be very difficult, mm -hmm. you know? But then another door opens and I'm gonna forge that one too. I'm gonna go for it. All of those steps led to where I am today. And it took a ton of sacrifice, right. a ton of sacrifice. And I think a lot of people want to succeed mm -hmm. without the sacrifice. That's not going to happen. I, That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think the road, the road to success, whatever that definition is for people, they have to basically build a callus, yeah. get the bruises, get yeah. the bumps, take the licks. Yeah. Because on the other side too, success has its own headaches. Yes. Well, that's one thing that people don't realize, yes. right? You know, you have a whole different, you know, group of challenges now mm -hmm. that and stresses and stresses and being quote unquote successful than mm -hmm. being, you know, not successful or being part of the, the norm. Yes. And without going through those things and mm -hmm. building the muscle, building the calcis, it's, it's a tough ball game. Yes. So I think that journey itself is important. I typically like to ask people kind of like their, either their, their, lesson or their tidbit or whatever advice they want to give but i'm gonna change it up with you a little bit okay so Hit instead me. of you telling the audience directly okay you know you can look at the camera instead of telling the audience telling me i want you if you can kind of capsulize a life lesson or something that you want to pass down to your kid oh so you're speaking you're speaking to your kids now if there's <clears throat> any okay. life lesson from all the things that you're, yeah. you're going to teach them i already know it it's something that i believe in my heart it's yours this is so basic, okay. but it's also gotten me to where I am today. And I think if people really embrace this very small little nugget, mm -hmm. they could do very well in life. Okay. My children, whatever they want to do, whether they want to go to college, not go to college. I'm not a mom that's going to be like, you have to go to college. It's not me. I want them to find something they love in life. If at the end of the day, I die and I've created two good, kind human beings, I've succeeded. Mm. Do you know how far I've gone in life just because I'm a good person? Mm. Because I care about people? Right. Truly. Like no, trying don't. to invest in being a good person, whether that's opening a door for somebody, whether that's calling somebody when you know that they're down. Being a good person is going to have its own rewards. Not that you do it for a reward, but I'm telling you, right. it will still reward you. Right. I don't care what my kids do in life. I want them to be good people. It's truly that freaking basic. Be a good, kind person. I'm good. I'm good. Not much I can add to that. Yeah. That's beautiful. So we're going to do this again? Okay. You're the best. Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome.